Welcome to episode 481 of Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps to make our world smaller and bring us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you through our weekly podcast. My name is Sandy, and this week I'm joined by fellow Outlander travel agents, Lindsay, Donna, and George, and we are also excited to welcome Brooke back this week. Yay! Yay! Hello! All the way from Germany. <laughs> so Norwegian Cruise Line recently launched their newest Prima class ship, the Viva. Lindsay and Brooke were fortunate to get to experience the ship's transatlantic crossing as she made her way to Miami, and they're here to tell us all about it. So let's get started. So nice. This was a good trip that you guys won, right? <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be like a few nights, but as soon as I saw the transatlantic as an option on there, I was like, okay, that's 11 nights is good to experience a new ship. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So we have to kind of throw out that this was a, a work trip and you were, were gifted this and blah, blah, blah. But these are all your troop opinions. But um, yep. so how long was you said? How many nights did you say it was? Nine nights? Eleven. Eleven, Eleven nights. nights. Oh, that's awesome. Started where? In Lisbon, Portugal. Okay. I was just recently there. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to spend a little bit of time. I love going I love sailing out of Lisbon because it's such a great place too. I was so impressed with Lisbon. Oh my gosh. That was a cool city. That was my first time ever there. It was amazing. What a beautiful, beautiful Did you do like two nights or what did you do to get acclimated? (laughs) Did we do two nights or did we do one night? I can't even Just one night, sadly. We went into into Sintra. Mm -hmm. We did do it. We did a private tour and had... um, had a driver which is it is i think the best way to do that mm-hmm. um we had a great time what did we brooke i can't remember we stopped so many different towns um yeah our driver was incredible by the way he was just awesome so we have a really good referral for a yeah. private tour ride but he was great so yeah, that we was like to- a, an all-day oh. private tour from mm-hmm. lisbon to back to lisbon okay cool yeah, yeah. He actually dropped us off at the cruise port. So he picked us up in the morning with our 9,000 pieces of luggage, put nice. them in the van, and we went all over the place. And we, we just, we saw so many things and he knew how to avoid the crowds and like where to go in the morning and where to go in the afternoon. And we had lunch in Sintra. It was, yeah, it was fantastic. And, we saw and so I'm, many different things. I must say, like, this is one of those areas I've done it both ways. I, the last time I was there, I did it by train and by myself. And although that was phenomenal and I loved it, I would not do this again without a private driver, especially not that now that we know him, it's worth every penny. Um, we just got so much more out of it and there was no, uh, no transportation worries or issues. Yeah. No stress at all. He was there. He picked us up, whisked whisked us away. He was wonderful. That's a, that's a good tip too, about what do you do um, with your luggage? You know? So that's cool. Awesome. Okay. So did you just get on the ship? We didn't have to go back to the hotel or anything. He just put it all in his vehicle. (laughs) <laughs> so did you just get on the ship and take off across the Atlantic yeah. or were there other yeah, ports? So we just went, uh, the port's right downtown in Lisbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if when you were there, if you sailed out of, but it's right there. You can see the ship. I mean, we could see it <laughs> come yeah. driving so, down the street. Yeah. The how how <laughs> was actually getting through the port? I mean, was it, was it organized and simple or was it a pain in the butt? 
So I thought it was very easy. Uh, the last time I did it, it was pretty easy too. It's a great port to go out of. Yeah, okay. it was pretty simple. The only thing I thought was kind of strange was the guy, and I don't know if this was everyone because I was in my own cabin apart from Lindsay, um, but the guy who checked me in literally looked up my name on like a spreadsheet. And so it was like hmm. this 45 page list of names and he had like it wasn't alphabetical because it was 1985 like, it was oh, wow strange. printed up word processor but it was quick i have to say he knew, what he, hey. he knew how to find my name and he checked me off the okay. list and off i went so it was fine which is incredibly efficient when you consider how many people they were boarding because this yeah. is a, almost a four thousand passenger ship <laughs> there with this excel spreadsheet so actually, I looked it up, and it's a three thousand passenger ship. Okay. It holds it's three thousand ninety nine guest capacity. So, oh, okay, sorry, I thought yeah. it was three thousand nine hundred ninety. There's three thousand. It felt like you were very crowded. You felt like you were crowded. Um, well, we'll we'll talk about that because there's so many great things about the ship, but there are a couple things to consider. Space. Okay. Definitely. Yep. Um, so let's let's get through your day. You you aboard. You start your crossing. How did that go? Um, Smooth I sailing. Felt boarding was good. Yeah, it was. It was really <laughs> exciting at first. Brooke wasn't like walking around and looking at all the areas. And I can't even remember the first night. It just seems like a blur. <laughs> so I, I remember us walking room. around and trying to make all the yeah. notes of the places. I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna do this thing where I took a, a funny little review video of every seat. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I think we got through like the first video, but we were walking around all the air. That's always the best part when it's, especially it's got that new ship smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've got yes. all these ideas yeah. that, and I don't, I mean, no shade to NCL when I say this, I'm very impressed that they did this. I was not, um, I was not, they weren't uh, like the top, they weren't in my top five um, before the sailing. And this, what they have done and taken and innovated in from ideas from other cruise lines has really made a big impact on how I view them. And this line, especially, um, but walking around with that new ship smell and getting to see in real time things that have changed from the things that I maybe not was not in love with about them before, it, you know, how the atrium, the, uh, not having cigarette smoke bellow up from the casino everywhere, mm-hmm. having okay. more open spaces, all these things. I just really felt that first day I was kind of, it was just so exciting because we were getting to experience this area. And, and although it's a big ship, it does not feel big, does it, Brooke? I, I like no, that. it really, you... The layout is a little bit different than what I'm used to from other cruises I've done, but you really got the hang of it and you learned where things were and it just felt very comfortable and, you know, it became home. We were there for a long time, but yeah, I loved like, it's gorgeous. First of all, like you walk in and it is stunningly beautiful. I mean, it's brand new. So you've got all the new tech, you've got all the new, like the modern colors and feel you have all mm-hmm. that going for you, but it is so well done. And the new ship smell. Yeah. I opened my cabin <laughs> door and I was like, Oh my gosh, it still smells new. It was, that was such a treat. I've never been on a ship that new. It was just, the cabins are so no one slept They're in this so nice. bed, but me. <laughs> so, so with, it was amazing. Usually with new properties, new ships, new things like anything new, there's always some kinds of little, annoying issues usually did you run into anything no well really? I, 
I will say I will say one thing, one thing, and I think it's something that's going to hopefully get better if they implement any of the feedback that everyone, I'm sure everyone on our sailing is going to give them. Um, the ship is beautiful. Like she said, it it is uh, the artist who designed this was truly an artist. The the but there are some seating areas that are not really comfortably functional. They're aesthetically pleasing, um, and I'm referring yeah. to the bench seating that's in kind of the, the what is the eighth? It's called. It starts with a P. The pinnacle. I keep wanting to call it the pinnacle. Oh yeah, the pinnacle atrium. Yeah. So there's yeah. some seating. Uh, bench seating that looks like it's super comfortable it's like velvet covered seating and it's up against this wall and how they have the they have these slats in the wall where the light's kind of shining through in between and it's a beautiful visual effect but if you go to sit on those benches and you lean back it's the most uncomfortable so there was a few days where we had a little rough sea and they wouldn't let us outside so on those days, you really feel the space inside. You're all mm-hmm. sharing with your your fellow <laughs> fellow mm-hmm. passengers, and um, so on those days, I was like, "Why is nobody sitting in?" But then there were people like crowded everywhere else. So there were some things like that. Some places where there could be more seating that I envision maybe they'll put more seating in. Um, so lounge issues of getting loungers at, enough loungers out. Like there were stacks of loungers that had been put out, but there were lots of people walking around looking for a place to sit. Um, mm-hmm. Should make a note of the this ship design. A lot of the space is reserved in the forward and the aft for the Haven and for the Vibe Beach Club. And if you are not the chosen few, <laughs> you've kind of got that middle area of the ship. So yeah, the Haven on the inside, I would say, but the pool yeah. deck gets a little tight. So yeah. the Haven doesn't have their own courtyard that nobody can see. I mean, like, could you see it and be jealous or... Yeah. Well, we couldn't see the whole thing, but you could, walking on the side, you could see, because there's so much outdoor area, you mm-hmm. could kind of see over the decks on both the forward and the aft a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. If I'm, Or maybe I might I might be just thinking of the Vibe I Beach never Club. saw the Haven, but I did see Vibe Beach Club. That yeah. you could see clearly when you were, like, up by the racetrack. You could see right into their area. And, um, and I got it. Yeah, I got to say my one pain point, and I will say this, like, it, it is frustrating to see that area and have it be completely empty and nobody in it. And the and rest of the ship it. is... <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's sold out. It was sold out before we even got on board. It was sold out before we right. were even allowed to buy anything. So yeah, so um, that's a good tip. If you want it and you want that premium access, book yeah. it early. It runs out. And I would go a step farther to say that I would sail the ship in a heartbeat, but I would not do it unless I was Haven. I would, I would sail again in a heartbeat, but that's because then you're guaranteed to have that yeah. space. If you yeah. want, if you want to lay in a lounger, if you want to read, if you want to have a quiet place, I really think that this, this is a much more social layout than most of other ships, um, which I loved. What Brooke, did you like my vibe from the observation lounge? It's not as quiet as other observation lounges. It's not really yeah. that. I've, I've never been on a ship just because that it's like it's that. a crowded space or that they just well, don't have it's, the acoustics. It's not that it's right. super crowded because there's not a whole lot of seating in there, um, but it's just more active because it's way more comfortable to sit in there than some of the other common areas on the ship. And people are tended they serve food in there, which I love. They have like a little mm-hmm. breakfast snacks and lunch snacks. And I don't believe I've ever seen that in any other observation lounge that wasn't on a smaller luxury 
ship. You know, this for a big mass market ship to have that, I think is 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 a great perk. And they took a lot of it's like a ship within a ship concept. They took a lot of inspiration in their um the food hall and in really creating these more intimate spaces where you would connect with your past fellow passenger, which is what draws a lot of people to smaller ships. Um, and I know there were some people complaining about it, but I just don't think they, they didn't kind of get that concept of uh, the venues were small for a reason because they want it to feel intimate, right. but they did balance that by having more shows going on. And with yeah. the exception of one or two nights where there's only one thing in one area that people wanted to do, I do feel like the crowd would, they, they did manage the crowd well. And I anticipate that's something that'll get better the more they sail and the more they're playing with that entertainment schedule. But everybody loved the venues. It, so and I think the, like the, oh, sorry. I was yeah. just going to, the seating in the lounge areas and that kind of thing, they did get crowded on those days that were rougher seas and it was kind of cold weather out there that happens with transatlantic. Um, but on the days that it was gorgeous weather, it was empty. It was just yeah. like, there was no one in that observation lounge. I had it to myself for hours one morning nice. and I just sipped coffee and did some work and it was, it was glorious. Um, but yeah, the venue spaces do get a little tight. Like there's this amazing venue for live music called Sid Norman's and the band was absolutely phenomenal yeah, and, on yeah. the ship. Like they had they were so good. And that place was packed. Like you gotta get there early. I can't even get the door open. Yeah. yeah you gotta yeah. get there's a line. Up. Sandy, mm -hmm. there's a line. There's people lined up like a half hour before to get in yeah. because there's only so much standing standing and seating space. Yeah. And I mean and it could a attest to the quality of the band too, because yeah. they were very good. So yeah. Then they had a couple of really incredible bands that they rotated through there. Mm -hmm. One of them was they did a, a rumors show, which is I thought at first is this going to be a Fleetwood Mac cover band. I was so excited to to get to experience this, but it was more than that. They told the story of the album and of the couple. I've seen that before so on the Breakaway. I love that, and I hope they do it on my cruise that's coming up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. That have was talent. phenomenal. They I have saw a, they, um, they did a speak. Go ahead. They did a speakeasy takeover in there one night, um, and that was that was incredible. Uh, it was it was so much fun, and uh, they it was kind of like if you've heard of postmodern jukebox, mm -hmm. they take modern hits and put a, a classy spin on them. That's a little bit like what the performances were. But we had some of the main stars from different shows and different bands come in and sing and and then they did a a, a much longer version of that on the main stage at one o'clock the next day which i of course missed because i was working in the observation lounge but when you get so those good have, loungers i gotta stay there <laughs> so they have they have a um a broadway show on this one because that's something that's been yeah. scaled back from some of their older ships which makes me so sad but I, you I guys got that. one so talk about that yeah. Beetlejuice was amazing. It yeah. was so good. That's it cool. was incredible. I was so impressed what they did. I mean, you kind of forgot you were on a ship. It was just, it was so well done. And that we also didn't book until we got on the ship and we were able to get a spot. No problem. I think they had four different showings of it. So there was a lot okay. of options. And so, cause the theater is quite large, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I think basically anyone on board that wanted to see it, probably exactly. had the opportunity and, to do it. And I think we had a privilege of being on a longer sailing too. Mm -hmm. 11 nights, kind of easy to do all the things you want to do. Um, I was able to squeeze into the steakhouse 
one night and that was sold out that way was sold in advance, yeah. but I, I was able to get in there. Um, when you have more time on board, it's always easier to get, I think. Um, yeah. And I think this was a great ship for our crossing too, because there are so many different, there's a lot of different entertainment going on every night. Plus there's a lot of food options. You don't get bored. There was no, I was never bored on this ship. So talk about the food. They have a different concept, right? For their restaurants. Is it a yeah. little different? I remember the Prima was. So I I will say I, you know, that I was on the get, we were on the getaway together. I lost weight on that cruise. Because that was a long time ago. I, it was a, it was a long time ago, but you, you know, I'm a foodie. And so I'm holding that in my heart when I'm thinking about it. And see, I was like, ah, I don't want the same five things on my, my, my dinner menu every night. I was not, I, I think I ate in the main dining area twice. And once it was a Thanksgiving um, oh, and nice. it was, it was, it was good. It was okay. But I was really impressed with indulge with how they did the, the concept that they, they kind of took from, from Virgin, uh, of having this food court with multiple restaurants in one area, but then they took it a step further. And instead of ordering on your phone or a QR card, you, you're ordering from an iPad and they're bringing it from all the different locations and they were fast. Like it was mm-hmm. lightning fast. And it's a and great it's, way. It's included. So yeah. that's like, so you have this 11 night cruise and Lindsay ate in the main dining room only twice, but that doesn't mean she was eating at specialty dining every night. She, there was just so many other choices, which right. I thought was fantastic. Like you could do the buffet one night if you wanted to, but you didn't have to. There were so many other options that were still already included. Yeah. Did, so was indulge kind of like their answer to the buffet? Well, they had the buffet too, which oh, I okay. like. They didn't just get rid of the buffet, but they just mm-hmm. kind of—I I, want to say—copied a little bit what Virgin did, and that's one of my favorite things off of that other cruise line. So I love that they did that. And they had like a barbecue smokehouse, and what did they? They had the oh, the non the non bread. Oh my gosh! Right so when you good. walk, you walk into this area. Um, to the right, you see through the window. You can see the what do they call it? Where they make the non bread? the tandoori ovens and that some of the best Indian food I've ever had. I think I had chicken tikka masala like eight times. I'm not even. Wow. (laughs) That was, I ate so much, so much non bread. (laughs) So it's like a buffet because it's got a whole variety of things. That's an elevated experience because you sit down at a table and they bring it to you. There's no, I think it's great for families too. If you have kids, because you're not Uh, dodging all the people at the buffet, dragging your kid along the buffet, seeing what they want. They can order off the iPad, get whatever they want. You sit down, they bring water to you the whole bit. There's, there are some counter seating, but when you sit at the counter seating, you can only order at the menu for that, that rest that area but when you sit anywhere else you can order from an ipad from everywhere and they'll bring it to you and there's a lot of seating outside which i do love unfortunately on the first day i went to experience that there was no ipads outside so you couldn't you had to order inside stand there and wait and take it out but that's not normally how they do it when it's nice out they'll have an ipad out which i think is perfect because then you're spreading you're spreading the people (laughs) around a little bit. Not everybody trying to be in one area, but it was so, and I think it was beautifully designed too. Like you're very reminiscent of one little seating section that was like, you're in a diner and one that was like, you're in like little jungle area. And then they had the, when you're kind of in like this more like upscale, had like blue velvet booths. Yeah. That kind of thing was so pretty. 
The other complimentary place that we ate at all the time was called The Local. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. like a little, like your neighborhood diner, like The Local Diner. And it was, that's open till 2 a.m. every day. 3. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. You would know. Of course, Lindsay would be up that late. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I have to, I go so you know, okay? (laughs) 3 a.m. And it was, I have to give them props on this because there are not a lot of cruise lines that are still serving actual Mm -hmm. food until 3 a.m. And they would have a venue. It's ordering yeah. a menu food. It's not a buffet. It's not like sitting there under a light. It is, you order yeah. the food, a server brings it to you. And it's yeah. really good food. I think I mm-hmm. ate at the local probably just as many times as I ate at Indulge, if not more, because I would have breakfast there every morning and then I'd have my, you know, after bar dinner. <laughs> I love the hot dog, chili dog or whatever. Is that mm-hmm. one? So the ships I've been on recently, there's like a, a place like that. It's, either the local or oceans is usually what they call them. But, um, and it's right above the atrium. So is that how this one is laid out? Like, could you look down and see no. stuff going on? So, no. Okay. So think picture coffee shop, picture restaurant in like Seattle or in, in like New York, right, Brooke, mm-hmm. that kind yeah. of, that yep. feeling of where it's an actual restaurant. And I think that's why I loved it so much. Cause it didn't feel like I was on a darn cruise ship, like a yeah, massive was, cruise ship. It really felt like, and by the time our cruise was done, we like knew the waitress that was usually there. And, like oh, it became our local joint. Like it was us yeah. again, here we are. And it was, <laughs> they even had outdoor dining there too. So you could sit outside if you wanted to. It was, yeah, it was. And the other I side of it. That. So, so the diners on one side and then you have the local tab, the pub, the bar mm-hmm. on the other mm-hmm. side. And they had swings in the bar, which oh, nice. amazing. That's cool. Genius idea. Um, they had swings, they had bar stools and stuff, there, but they had swings, a little comfortable seating. And you could also get a scaled down version of the menu from the local there. So you could have your burger or your chili dog or, you know, whatever you were. Doing. I always went in there for pretzel bites, just like, like those little soft pretzel bites with beer cheese, like between yep. meals. Yep. If I just needed a little snack, it was perfect. And it was all included. There was no, a lot of times they'll have like a bar menu, but then you got to pay extra. And this was all included, which I was very impressed about because, um, I think. Yeah. So did you guys get to experience any specialty dining? I, yeah. Yeah, did. Okay. We talk about that. I ate at Food Republic and Los Lobos. Okay. And you ate at Food Republic and... Cagneys, right? Cagneys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Food Republic uh, is, I, I really it. like I that one. <laughs> Food nice. Republic was hard to decide what to eat because I want, we wanted, we all wanted to eat the whole menu. That was, <laughs> we wanted to just get the whole menu and it's so much food. It's really so much food. So yeah. even though you can order, if you use a, if you buy the package and you use a credit, what was it? Four things we could get. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was four. And it seemed like, oh, you know, how am I going to ever only choose four? By the time the second dish came, I was like, I don't know if I can finish this. But <laughs> like, so can we get it good. to go back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they tell you to so order it staggered because it comes out when you order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, That's a favorite. Yeah, of and that's too. a really good tip for indulge too, because you'll get in there and you'll be on the iPad. And you're just like, do, 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 brisket, uh, fries. Oh, they have the best steak fries and indulge. So, so that's it's like oh, a hidden thing. Best. Because they're not even a picture of them on the menu. It just says steak fries. And I'm like, hmm. So I started getting steak fries. <laughs> yeah, you end up eating way too much. But Food Republic um, was very, very good. I'd eat there again in a heartbeat. 
pace yourself. And I think it has to really help them logistically um, and and with food waste um, to oh, be yeah. able to have people order in that staggered way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would hazard a guess there's not a whole lot of wasted um, – food as much wasted food going out i could be wrong but i yeah. i think that that cuts down on it quite a bit yeah that um, makes sense so what else so the only we did room service one night too oh yeah that's right um, we had a yeah. pajama party <laughs> we had a pajama party we, we, we watched barbie rented barbie nice. <laughs> I, I hadn't i hadn't seen it and so we we rented barbie and did did a a little got had what ordered like almost everything on the room service menu. <laughs> so there's there's like a ten dollar charge for that, or how yeah. does that work? Okay, yeah, yeah. When I say it was, the movie, there were tons of free movies on the TV. I actually watched quite a few movies while I was on the ship. Um, and then there was a handful of newer releases like Barbie that were ten dollars. I think that's what it was, ten bucks. $10. And then room service delivery was also ten dollars. All you can eat, like order the whole menu if you want to, like we did. I have to tell you, this is the only way you can get chicken, uh, chicken strips or chicken nuggets <laughs> on this ship is through room service. What about the drinks? We, have, we haven't talked anything about drinks yet. Um, so I tried so many different cocktails yeah. that I've never <laughs> tried. I would just like, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try this. I love the their bar. unlimited drink package. I think it's, they're yeah. so they're so cool about it that I just there's they, there's just yes. no problems, yeah you're not you know? you're not uh, you can get one or two at the same time if you if mm-hmm. you're getting you know mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about like I got to come back later and get my soda because I always like to get a soda to have in the room mm-hmm. um, but I didn't have to come back later to get the soda I could get the my nightcap and then get a soda and it wasn't yeah, an same issue time. Yep. or get two glasses of wine before Beetlejuice starts so you yeah, have it for the whole show there you go yep. <laughs> it's so smart and they, no hesitation. No, yep. yeah, and it's up to fifteen dollars for your drink, so it covers a lot. That's just the basic drink package, not the upgraded and, one. And shout out to NCL for this because several of their competitors, who I do really love, um, don't offer Bullet in the regular drink package. Uh, NCL has you covered. Bullet. <laughs> what is what is? There bullet? are a lot of things in their reg- uh, Bullet uh, Bourbon. Bourbon. Okay, it's, it's really not expensive bourbon at all, but it's. Um, <laughs> Some of them it's, don't go like my yeah. go-to for my old fashions, and it's not usually now. It's not covered in the main drink package on a lot of other lines, but NCL did. I was really impressed with their amount of uh, of of types of alcohol they had in that options. Package. Yeah, yeah. Of the options, I would say the two things that I didn't like about the drink package, which are fairly minor, is Starbucks isn't included. Mm-hmm. You can't get a latte or something like that on the drink package. You do have to pay for that extra regular coffee, like just drip filter yeah. coffee is included. Um, but then the other one is sparkling water. I have become an addict to sparkling water. You can't even get bottled water at all. You yeah, I was going to say, I don't, because you have to buy so. the bottled water package yeah. if you want exactly. when you get on board. And they put it in a glass with ice for me and it was fine. You, to put the distinction into a clearer picture for people who might be listening to this and have been on other cruise lines where, okay, yeah, you can't get the Starbucks at Starbucks, but you can still get the coffee at dinner. Um, I couldn't get cappuccino with my dessert at dinner in the dining room. I couldn't get a $5 cappuccino, but I could get an Irish coffee with Jameson in it. 
mm. on the drink package. Well, See, that, that, we that settles that. <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh, I guess I'm drinking. Um, and then someone had the brand. Like, I what I should have done is ordered the Irish coffee with the whiskey on the side. <laughs> <laughs> not not recommending that (laughs) that's really funny there there were a couple points like that where okay this is a little bit much i mean cappuccino doesn't cost that much so but in general it was yeah Yeah. great drink package the one bar and i can't remember the name because we just called it the butterfly bar because there's this incredible piece of artwork that's along the wall and when you touch it the butterflies move and they like mm-hmm. disappear. They, they flutter around. It's a very cool piece of art. Um, but that bar in particular, I liked going down there because they had some really creative drinks on their menu and just, it was an iPad menu. So you could just scroll through and Ooh. pick one out. And I, so I tried all sorts of weird things at that bar. It's That's the Metropolitan. Cool. And, the Metropolitan. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, they, they made some, and, and it was, it was a little bit quieter. Like she said, it was, it was easier to get a drink there than some of the other mm-hmm. more um, hopping places like the pinnacle area or the, um, some of those would get quite busy. The whiskey bar got really, or yeah, the whiskey bar, that one got yeah. really busy. Very good mm-hmm. though. Yeah. So there's two definite things I want to touch on before we wrap up. And then if you guys have anything else definitely shout it out but um do they have the waterfront section on this ship where there's like some of the bars continue outside and there's like a sunset bar and a that kind of thing do you remember so the bar the bar that would be the sunset bar is absorbed by the vibe beach club oh no okay so you can't walk up okay yes and there is a bar. We never saw it open, but there is okay. a bar up by the race. Oh, by the race track and the mini um, We do need to talk about that entertainment complex because mm-hmm. it is that was the other thing. <laughs> yeah. So talk about that was the other thing There's, I wanted to say. There's so many things ca- hanging off the side of this ship. We have to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> So go ahead. There really are. You, there's so much to do outside of those things too. I almost you almost forget because like the food is really at a bright spot. The entertainment's a bright spot. But then there's even more. Yeah, yeah. there's a water slide. There's three there's dry three slides. water slides. Or wait, no, one dry slide, two wa- wet, right? No, they're all dry. There's three dry slides. The one okay. is like it drops you though, but it's a dry slide. I refuse Ooh. to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> three slides two wet and two dry one wet and then there is um there's the racetrack there's what you guys did um we played mini golf there are darts but these are all things you pay extra for so no except the slides those yeah, are I was gonna say were the slides extra okay yeah, cool the slides yeah, are yeah. included but you pay extra for the darts you pay extra for the mini golf mini golf totally worth it that was so much fun it was and so much such, fun it was so cool interactive little course um pay extra for the go-karts but there is a bar up by the speed track presumably they'll have open at some point in the future um that was the so that there's a bar up there uh, let's see where else um oh yes the pool we got to talk about the 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 plunge pools off the side of the ship there's two oh, yeah. access as a commoner as a peasant <laughs> without being in vibe <laughs> or in uh haven and they're they're quite busy areas we did get in there once and it was it was pretty cool to be in around sunset time there are also these lounger beds that are kind of like in in like this over the shallow water area like a shallow water cutout that you can put your feet in or 
dangler or whatever. Yeah, the, those, those are the thought is like you can relax there in the sun and you don't yeah. want to get wet, but you just might, just want, might want to get your feet wet, you know, just to cool it's down a little splash. bit. So it's a very clever idea. Yeah, it's beautiful. But they were always busy. They were, but they were always busy. Mm-hmm. I will say I did stay on what port did I not? Oh, the DR. I, I've been to the DR a lot. So I decided that I was going to stay on and do some work. And I really wanted to experience some of those loungers that have been busy all week and I couldn't get in them because they have these loungers that are like circles and they swing and there, <laughs> there's these other loungers, like all these different types of loungers. Um, and that was the only day I think I walked around and took a video of like where I saw so many that were open that I could I had my pick. I had, I was spoiled for choice um, that day, but people would be, we where our, where my balcony was, I could get out in the morning and overlook one of these areas with the pools, mm-hmm. the plunge pool and the, the lounge beds in the water. And people had them saved at like so annoying. overnight, like their yeah. fake wallets there. Yeah. No, yeah. we know there's nothing in that wallet. I know people, if you're listening to <laughs> yeah. this and you do this, you're a horrible person. Don't do this. <laughs> don't, if you're not going to be in that seat, don't, if you're getting up to go get yeah. something and come back, that's, that's one thing, but to get right. up and leave for hours and, and leave that space reserved while you're off doing whatever, that's so rude. Um, so technically, that, yeah, technically you're not supposed to be allowed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. To do that. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't a real to... enforcement of that, though, unfortunately. Yeah. I One morning I woke up pretty early and I had coffee out um, on the aft by Indulge Food Hall. And I found was able to find a seat without a towel on it, but it was like 7 a.m. No one was back there. Yeah. There was a couple people that were like power walking the deck because that's the deck you can walk all the way around as well, which is a really cool activity. It's really beautiful. But like every single furniture piece around me, except like three, were covered with a towel already. So it's kind of like a towel. And, you know, and there was even one point where I was walking around like all day, one day to the point where I was almost in tears. I was like, I just want to sit. I just want to sit and do some work in the sun and, um, or you sit outside (laughs) and enjoy this. And, and, uh, it was the lounger. I called it lounger scrounging was so fierce that I saw one of those swing beds. It was like empty. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get it. And I'm walking toward it. There's clearly nothing else I'm walking toward. Cause the, the wall ends right there and behind it. And this lady's like, so-and-so throw a towel on that lounger for me. And I just passed her. She was sitting on a different chair. Wow. Aaron went back, so I turned around. But I got to, I got to eat lunch in that lounger later, but lounge swing later, and it was it was glorious. And then the sun. Then I remind. Then I remembered that I can't be out in the sun for that long anyway. So it worked out. And on those days when it was on those days when I when it was super busy, I just went to my balcony and relaxed yes. in the balcony. So well, that was nice. We it do have right. to talk about that because Brooke, I don't know if I, for you, but that's the most comfortable balcony oh. deck chair I've ever had on awesome. Yeah. I, nice. they were beautiful too. They were very, they were more upgraded. Like I was shocked at that. Like this was yeah. my first cruise on Norwegian cruise line as well. So yeah. it was my first transatlantic. It was all that. So I didn't, you know, I kind of knew what to expect. I know the brand pretty well, but I walked into that cabin and I felt like, wow, this is just upgraded a bit. The balcony, yeah. the chairs are padded. They're just, the balcony is a little bit bigger. It's very comfortable. It's, yeah, it's all just really, really nice. Just that the, extra step up. The, nice. sh- the bathroom was like typical bathroom size. However, the shower, I don't know if it's the shape of the shower, was amazing because I didn't touch the walls or the door at all. And I'm a big girl. So it, that's kind of like always the first nice. thing I do is like get in the shower. Like, am I going to be able to fit? Can I shower in here for 11 nights? <laughs> 
this mm-hmm. is going to be. Um, loved it. Loved it. It was perfect how it was laid out. There was so much cabinet space in the bathroom that um, mm-hmm. uh, you, you well, I don't even know what you would put in there. Like you could literally store things in the cabinets underneath and the pull out, there was a pull out drawer in the bathroom um, for anybody who's bringing. It was like, very clever design. Just, yeah. yeah. So I never yeah, minded. I, if it was busy much. out in the main ship part on those cooler days, I'm like, and I wanted to be outside. I'm like, I'll just go to my balcony. It's okay. That's, <laughs> Such a that's another reason to, to have a balcony. Yeah. 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 I definitely, this is not a, if you, if you're doing transatlantic on a ship like this, I would never be in anything less than a balcony. Um, yeah. Just yeah. because of those, if you do have rough seas and not everybody can be outside, it does make it a little bit of a pinch to get a place to set. So you're always guaranteed mm-hmm. a really comfortable seat right in your cabin. I, in fact, I love that seat so much. I flipped the cushion over and took pictures <laughs> of the names. So that <laughs> I want these. Like, I want these on my patio. Okay. So I, I thought of two more things really quick. Cause we do need to kind of wrap up it. Um, the internet. How was that? It was great. Phenomenal. I had the premium package, like top of the line, because I knew I'd be working. I was doing Instagram uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. Zero issues. It was great. It's, it's Starlink, right? Mm-hmm. It's Starlink. Yep. It's, I would say, I, I don't know if this is the same Starlink that's running some other stuff, but this is the best mm-hmm. internet I've had at sea. It is. Um, and they are actually going to bring that out fleet-wide eventually. Oh, they're good. not all the that's ships fleet. yet, but they're coming out. Great. Um, okay. And then I can't believe we didn't ask about this, Lindsay. Spa. Did you do the spa? I did. So I, I elected not to do the spa pass. I did the spa tour mm-hmm. and there was no water feature. And because I'm so spoiled by those hydrotherapy uh, mm-hmm. circuits in other cruise lines that I love so much. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the spa pass because I knew I wouldn't get the $400 worth out of it. Um, but mm-hmm. I did instead, I did three massages, um, which okay. was phen- my mas- the massage was amazing. Their massage pricing is a little off the wall. Like it is ridiculously expensive on NCL, yeah. not going to lie, but it was, it was worth it. And if you do it, book it in advance to get a discount or do the, you get the 30%, 20%, 10% off if you do three in a row. And I figured for 11 nights, this kind of one of the purposes of this trip for me was to try and, um, relax, de-stress yeah. a little bit. And so I did, I, st- I spaced my massages out and, and did, and, um, I, it was so worth it. It was so worth it. Did you Massage do the spa? Brooke? Beautiful. I just did the tour. No, I just did the tour. I debated on it, but because it was 11 nights, the thermal pass was just a little out of my budget, but mm-hmm. it was gorgeous. Holy cow. It, it was like three it, pools and heated loungers everywhere. It's gorgeous. Nice. It heated loungers. There weren't as there aren't as many as I would have liked to see of heated loungers, but they did have heated loungers. The the water features are on the mid size to smaller size. There's none of the the there's like none of the jets that come down and get your right, yeah. neck or anything like that. But it is gorgeous. It is beautiful and very tranquil, <laughs> very peaceful, calm area. You do not get access to that pre or post treatment. No matter how much money you spend, Ooh, on this okay, <laughs> you, that's so good to good, know. Good to know that if you want that, you have to buy that pass. And I think it was four hundred dollars for the whole cruise. And the Vive Beach Club, had we been able to buy it, I was told was also four hundred dollars. Yeah. So now right. you're looking at eight hundred dollars, or you could just stay in the Haven. <laughs> just my little true. Because yeah, if you're a, doing that as yeah. double people, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep, yep. So, um, so that's a good upsell there, I would, Lindsay. <laughs> I would definitely I would something rate, to consider. 
And and I was a nosy person. I was a nosy peasant and went back every day to that Vibe Beach Club area. It was so dead in there. There, yeah. I, I never did I see it completely full. I saw, but like, that says something like they don't oversell it. So that's nice. Yeah, so if you right. are in there, it's not going to be wall to wall people, even on a busy sea day or a busy, you know, warm, gorgeous weather day. Yeah, there's so, not a pool um, up there, right? It's just a hot tub, or did they have a pool? I didn't I, see a pool from a pool my pictures and what I could see, but there was definitely a hot tub and a private bar. It was gorgeous. Okay. Wonderful, cool. beautiful padded loungers. It was had very, really good vibes. Just really beautiful. So the Vibe Beach Club has two hot tubs and two infinity hot tubs that are like the long infinity hot tub and then the circle mm -hmm. up above them. So they really technically have one, two, three, four, six hot tubs. Wow. Okay. Uh, and a bar and um and then in the back in um the haven the haven had that has that beautiful plunge um is my infinity little pool they've got that infinity pool that yeah. i wanted to be in so bad it's in all the promos for this ship i it's gorgeous. was so heartbroken <laughs> mm -hmm. to not get to see this area so i i I would implore you if it's in your budget, if you can budget for it. Um, yeah. And I'll it's fun. not a stretch. Get, get it's such a treat. This, uh, this area more so than any of their other ships, the Haven is that. And they get to enjoy all the fabulousness that we did. And extra dining and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that is our show for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Please like our Facebook page, rate us, and be sure to tell your friends about us. You can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of outlandertravel.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. And thank you, Brooke, for being with us, a special guest again. Thank you. On behalf of Donna, George, Lindsay, and myself, Sandy, thank you for joining us this week. Gotta fly. Bye.